0: to the Not Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. welcome everybody to the not takes fantasy football podcast where we are going to go over our week nine rankings and matchups and we got the band back together we're going to do the getting drafty on draft app segment but before we do that uh we are going to go ahead and do the rankings so as always you're joined by your host bob and dan hey dan
1: what up what up bob
0: Nothing, man. How's it going, man? I had to warm yeah. up the voice a few times before we got on yeah. just to make sure it was right, so I think I'm good sounds now. Sounds
1: good, though. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it's bad. It's back. Not bad. It's back. <laughs> well, it, it
0: could get bad at a moment's notice, so I'm not holding yeah, the we'll faith. we'll
1: see how it progresses from here. Yeah,
0: like like <laughs> we talked about earlier, spending a night trick-or-treating in the rain was, uh, wasn't was going to help too much, so we'll see if it holds up.
1: We didn't get very many trick-or-treaters out my way. Uh, we actually... We were at that house this year that uh, went for the full size candy bars because uh, you know I figured if we don't have a lot of uh, you know trick or treaters, we'll we might as with well the make it stuff. worth. That's right, make it worth their while. So uh, uh, the good thing is, is uh, we got rid of uh, you know uh, our fair share of uh, full size candy bars, but at the same time, uh, the other piece of good news is uh, I got a whole box of. Full size candy bars
2: left over. To, yeah, to have at my
1: house, so uh, jackpot.
0: Yeah, I was excited because I have not seen these yet. Because um, we don't really buy a lot of candy, but enjoy having it. Um, Addison was able to snag Reese's Butterfinger cups, which looks ooh. pretty darn awesome. So, ooh, that sounds top notch. That, that's a good thing about having a young child. They aren't going to eat it all, so the parents can just pick at it. <laughs> And then and then yeah. we teach them the lessons about cavities after the fact. So. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> so Dan, yeah, like I said, we're gonna get back finally into the groove of our normal Thursday show. We've got Craig and John waiting on tap for the draft segment and we're doing our rankings. So I feel like we're back to normal again. It's been a few weeks
1: yeah it's finally we're getting back to the old routine eh
0: yeah so i know you had your anniversary craig had his child john had his anniversary and i'm a piece of garbage because i had nothing so <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh don't be so hard on yourself bob you, you you carried the uh you carried the weight here and, and i know i appreciate it i'm sure everybody out there and uh the, Uh, The not-takes world appreciates it as well.
0: Oh, you know what, Dan? I I take that back. We did have Metallica, so I at least had something right. (laughs) So, so Dan, let's go ahead then and get started on our Week 9 rankings. As always, we post those on Twitter and Instagram. Normally, Wednesday night at the latest thursday morning so make sure you're following us at not takes ff uh for those that are new or not familiar with the podcast the way we rank currently is we do the top 12 at the quarterback running back wide receiver tight end and defense and then we offer one sleeper outside of that top 12 we try to go a little deeper um with that um like i said we're we're in year one of getting the podcast together getting our rankings down so uh we plan on expanding that next year as we grow so uh without further ado dan let's start with the quarterbacks and
1: sounds good buddy
0: we have a changing of the guard for one week number one we've got cam newton what? yep cam newton home <laughs> against the tampa bay bucks two pat mahomes away cleveland three jared goff away new orleans 4, Aaron Rodgers away, New England 5, Tom Brady home, Green Bay 6, Russell Wilson home against the Chargers 7, Deshaun Watson away, Denver 8, Drew Brees home against the Rams 9, Kirk Cousins home, Detroit 10, Matt Ryan away, Washington 11, Derek Carr playing right now as we speak against the 49ers Uh 12, Alex Smith home against Atlanta. And our sleeper this week, Dak Prescott, Monday home against Tennessee. So, Dan, initial thoughts on the rankings.
1: Well, there he is. First time ever. Uh, Mr. Dak Prescott making, uh, you know, we've talked about Dak uh, actually quite a bit, just (laughs) primarily on Tuesdays, uh, primarily during real or fake, and primarily saying, yeah, uh, the bad performance is real. Uh, But now, I mean, you would think now. Uh, they went out and they got him some receiving talent. Mari Cooper's there, and despite what everybody thinks, uh, Mari Cooper has talent. He's had nice he had nice seasons in Oakland. He's got downy seasons in Oakland. Uh, so I really think this week. I mean, Tennessee is a nightmare too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, something's got to break. Uh Dak's going to get it done on you know we know he can get it done on the ground. Uh yep. we know that he is good rushing from the quarterback position. Uh now let's see if maybe he can get into that dual threat range now with Amari Cooper on the uh you know on the on the squad.
0: Yeah, Dan, before you go into other players, um, I did have some notes on Dak. Um, I think two weeks ago, we had a gentleman on Twitter ask for some deeper sleepers for the rest of the year, and, and we did list Dak as um, the quarterback option. And to your point, he has at least 30 rushing yards in four of seven games with two rushing touchdowns. So to your point, he's got a probably the best wide receiver he's played with since Dez left, um, you would think, just based on pedigree. And with that rushing floor that he provides you, so... Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I see the second half as something better for Dak, for sure.
1: Right. And here's the figure against, you know, 1-2 here. Uh, Cam Newton, uh, I mean, is that is that Cam talent? Or, I mean, I'm sure people are like, is it cam or is it how terrible tampa Bay
0: is so i think it's a
1: frankly i think it's a
0: little both right so yeah i'll give you i mean you're gonna see the panthers ranked all throughout our rankings but i'll give you some stats that back this up cam's throwing for a completion percentage of 66.4 that's over seven percent higher than his career average so he's become more accurate with the football. He has at least two passing touchdowns in six games. In In the last six games he plays, he's always a great rusher, and he's playing the worst fantasy pass defense. So it's really all of it. I mean, that's a combination of everything for me. Right.
1: It's a situation where uh, he's hot right now. He's playing great right now. Uh, we talked about him on Tuesday. I mean, he's he's really starting to... You know, attack teams from all angles, the passing game and the running game. Uh, and, and now he gets his opportunity uh, at the worst defense in terms of fantasy uh, out there this season. Uh, I mean, every every Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay game is a high flying, uh, high scoring game so far and uh, it, it, it's time for cam to get his so uh, consensus number one i mean it, it's one of those things is that uh, the matchup is just too juicy for you to pass up and, and if you've got cam you have to start him this week i'm not saying you should i'm saying you have to start yeah, him. This
0: yeah week. we're not giving you an option you must yeah you must start cam Newton. so um dan since we're going to start from the top i want to scroll down to jared goff um when I checked, the 60 is the point total for this game, and he's coming off a 295-3 and touchdown game against Green Bay. It looks Ooh. like he's going to have Cooper Cup back. I mean, this has all the makings of Jared Goff really lighting it up again this week.
1: There are some pretty, 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 pretty nice quarterback matchups this week, Bow B.
0: Yeah, for uh, sure.
1: I, I mean, here's one of the things is that even if Cooper Cup isn't there, Everybody else still is, and let's let's not kid ourselves in terms of. Oh, I know Todd Gurley is money on the ground, and uh, obviously has, we talked about him on Tuesday. He's our fantasy MVP at this point, and both of us agree on that. Yep. Uh, He's also getting it done in the passing game. He, he is also, I mean, this is, i said it before. I've said it a thousand times this year. This is the year of the dual threat running back. And Todd Gurley is legitimately the best running back. And also is great out of the backfield. So, I mean, here's the thing is I get Cooper cups back. That's another weapon. Um, but there's already, I mean, there's already so much here. It's, 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 just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, I, I, I would not ex- ever have expected the Rams to kind of be – who they are at this point. Uh, it's just this this team from last, not last season, because they were great last season, but from last
0: Jeff, season Jeff before that, Jeff Fisher, right, yep.
1: To, to, to where they are now, oh, geez, what a difference a coach makes, right?
0: That's, compl- that's exactly because the skill players have pretty much remained the same. It's one mm-hmm. coach change, and this team has become the most consistent offense over the past two years. It's amazing. Mm hmm. So, Dan, let's move down to a guy that we believe in in Dynasty, but we've been really not playing him that much, and that's Russell Wilson. He's thrown three touchdown passes over the last three games on minimal passing attempts. So here's the thing we're buying into – he consistently, year after year, has big second-half runs. And I think, actually, the running game's helping him make easier mm-hmm. passes that he's converting into touchdown passes. So uh, I'm not necessarily concerned about the minimal passing attempts when he's making, like, you know three out of 20 passes go into a touchdown right. every week. I mean, you buy right. into touchdowns. They score points.
1: You, you might not be getting the yardage that you want, but um... But I mean, let's just look at those Andrew Luck games. So he's not scoring. He's not throwing over 300 yards. Who cares? He's got five touchdowns. Yeah. It's the same thing with uh, Wilson. Uh, okay. Well, he's not getting 300 yards passing. Okay. We're not all Patrick Mahomes here. We're not all going for three, 303 on average. Uh, I mean, there are game there are times where, I mean, Let's be honest. The Seattle offense rises and falls with Russell Wilson. If he's playing well, the team's playing well. Right. Uh, everything's on this guy's back. And you're right, Bob. He's hot in the second half of the season. Uh, and if last week's an indication of anything to come, uh, the streak is starting right now, my man.
0: Yep. Uh, and that's why we're buying in. And we're going to be aggressive this week and ride the wave. Um, Dan, there's like a couple more that I want to mention. Um <sighs> Deshaun Watson—he's coming off a five-touchdown game. The Denver defense just gave up three, zero, three, and four to Pat Mahomes. Now I know that's Pat Mahomes, but he's doing—he's doing what what Deshaun Watson did last year, pretty much. Right, exactly. I mean, and having Demaryius Thomas, while I don't think he's fully integrated just yet, that really helps soften the blow from Will Fuller. So maybe this is the time that the offensive line works on protecting Deshaun as much as possible. He's got another great weapon that he can pass to. Uh, I think this could be the start of another uh, big second half for him.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see now that Demarius Thomas is on the Texans. And of course it's I mean only in the NFL could you get this kind of just kind of weird weird action happening. Uh he's playing the team he was just traded from. So I mean we're we're we were we were athletes at some point. Uh I mean if you're going into the a game where you're playing the team that traded you Let's be honest. You're pretty you motivated. You wanna stick it to that team, right? Yeah. I mean so they've gotta have at least one or two plays where Thomas is, is is the main target, is the is the main man on that set. Right. Uh, so I mean, I think they're going into this game expecting to expecting it to be a passing game. Uh, but the only the only thing that kinda of worries me is, is that the Texans offensive line has not always been has not always done a good job of protecting him and now we're now we're facing off against von miller so that's the only thing that worries me a little bit but also Deshaun Watson uh, gets it done on the ground. Uh, so maybe that makes up with makes up for it. The, the escapability maybe counteracts that a little bit.
0: Right. Last two I want to talk about, Dan. This might be the only time these two are ranked in our top 12. Derek Carr, our number 11 quarterback, is going right now against San Francisco. He's coming off one of his better games this season against the 49ers team that has allowed the eighth highest TD rate and sixth highest passing rating to quarterbacks. So you would think that sets up for success. So that's why we, you know, on, on a bye week that's heavy on teams, um, you know, we're going to buy that maybe they fix something over the, <laughs> the the bye week and maybe Derek Carr gets another top 12 week in. I'm, I'm not saying this is a long-term thing, but it's a week uh, nine thing for me.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Bob, is that this is a situation where – uh you know what a difference the bye weeks make you know what I mean right uh I mean I'll be honest with you at the beginning of the season and uh if anyone listened to uh some of the bull takes we had uh and sleepers and things like that I was high on derek Carr coming into this year because I thought they had revamped the team uh they'd given him a lot of uh you know tools they they give him a lot of weapons uh, and, and then John Gruden just blew everything apart. So uh, we'll see uh, whether he kind of can, can hold pace with Nick Mullins, Dude. Uh, who just threw his first yep. NFL touchdown drove, pass.
0: Him, drove him right down the field as we're speaking.
1: To, uh, to someone we dropped so long ago, I don't even remember the last time he showed up on our team, Pierre Garcon. Uh, Football, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. That's just the way it goes. Welcome to Thursday Night Football, everyone. Um, but, I, I mean, it's just one of those things is that you never know, and, and there are – not really many other options out there at this point
0: yeah and that's and i only want to give one sentence on alex smith it's buying into the matchup completely that's the only reason he's ranked in our top 12 falcons are a bottom three fantasy pass defense based on our league of record scoring and that's really all i want to say um dan you ready to move on to running backs Yep. All right. And this one, it's so easy for for me to format the rankings because I don't have to ever not just leave this guy where he's at. Number one, Todd Gurley away. Toddy. Yeah. Against the Saints. Two, Kareem Hunt away Cleveland. Three, Zeke Elliott Monday night home against Tennessee. Four, Christian McCaffrey home Tampa Bay. 5. Melvin Gordon. Just We'll keep you updated. There is some concern about possible uh, hammy injuries from a couple weeks ago, but it sounds like he's going to play at Seattle. 6. Alvin Kamara, home Rams. 7. Adrian Peterson, home Falcons. 8. James Conner, away against the Ravens. 9. James White, home against Green Bay. 10. Nick Chubb, home against the Chiefs. 11. Tariq Cohen, away Buffalo. 12. Chris Carson, home against the Chargers and our sleeper, Isaiah Crowell, away against the Dolphins. So, Dan, what are your first thoughts?
1: Oh boy! It sure would be nice if uh, Crowell actually turned into the sleeper. <laughs> oh, I mean, the guy, the that guy is just such an enigma, and it, I mean that backfield is just so hard to figure out. Uh, I just, I, I don't even know what to make of it. But uh, if someone's gonna bust out. Might as well be him.
0: And you, and uh, you know why, Dan? We said it with our quarterbacks previously. It's yep. all the matchup to me. Matchup. Miami just yep. gets scored uh, in the rush game. Over the last three games, running backs have averaged 164 rushing yards and one touchdown. That's an average over three games, so you got to sort of Absolutely. buy into the matchup itself. That's,
1: and the other thing is, is that he has he's had huge games this season already, right? And he's showing that he can break long runs, not something he wasn't necessarily always known for um, when he was in Cleveland. So uh, you know what? Someone's got to go off. Why not him? Exactly. Uh, and, and it's kind of set up perfectly for him to have a big game. Uh, but that being said, uh, I wouldn't be surprised also if, if it went the other way, where, where he gets, you know, five carries for 15 yards.
0: <laughs> it very easily could be that as well. That's the thing. And
1: it's just, it's one of those situations that you're going to, you know, you're hoping it hits uh, and he could win you weeks. Uh, he has one people a week, so I guarantee that. Uh, and, you know, this is a week that's kind of setting up for one of those big-time Crowell performances. Yep,
0: yeah, if he doesn't do it this week, um, I look for Elijah Maguire, who sounds like he's close to being back, to yep. jump right into a role immediately. So I know I right. stashed him in our league of record because of that fact, so... Um, now let's move up to number two. I mean, Kareem Hunt, it's pretty obvious, but I just have a stat that I wanted to read over. He's averaged 137.3 scrimmage yards over the last three games, and the Browns just got torched by a similar type of running back in James Conner for 163-2. and two. So... Uh, To me, I mean, he's just catching his stride right now, and there's no reason based off of what James Conner did that Kareem Hunt can't do something in a similar vein to me.
1: Uh, To me, this this feels like this game has set up for a uh, Kansas City just annihilation. Right. Uh, This is one of those things where uh, Cleveland— Lost the head coach, lost the offensive coordinator. Uh, Now the defensive coach is there as the head coach. Uh, Just not really sure how this is all going to play out. And now, who do they get that first week? None other than probably the hottest team in the NFL. Um. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. You know what I mean? I just don't know. Yikes. Uh, I mean, if you've got any kind of Kansas City chief uh, skill position player, you, you put them in the lineup right now. No questions asked. It's They deserve to be in there. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm already going to say, hey, uh, you know, I'm sorry, all of you Cleveland Browns fans out there for what's going to happen when the Chiefs take the field this weekend.
0: Yeah, this might be like how when you're a kid, you, you're you told to cover your eyes, but you leave like one completely <laughs> showing. I, I think it's going to be that type of right viewing experience. Sure. Dan, let's go to four. Christian McCaffrey finally got into the end zone twice last game. But finally. Here's, here's some stats to tell you just how much of a workhorse this guy really is, because I, I think that gets lost on people. He's top 10 in running back touches and scrimmage yards. Tampa Bay is one of the most giving defenses for any skill player, so I would not be surprised for him to approach 100 scrimmage yards with a touchdown this week.
1: Right, and here's the other thing, is that the coaches were saying uh we want him to get what 25 30 touches a game right uh yeah he's getting close to that every single time right uh it's one of those things is that i think a lot of people are like no way he gets that many touches in a game no way that happens yeah it's happening uh and, and cj
0: it, anderson is not involved right not- he's not involved at all (laughs)
1: I mean, it's just one of those things where he's the workhorse. Uh, And I think a lot of people thought when Anderson went there, uh, this is really going to cut into McCaffrey's carries and touches. Maybe he's more of a pass catching back. Now what's going to happen? Yeah. No, 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 no. And here's the other thing. Just the same reason. We just talked about cam as our number one QB this week. Uh, He gets the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Uh, a very giving fantasy defense. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we had one of those games that we've been waiting for out of this guy. A uh, hundred on the ground, a hundred through the air. I mean, I would not it, be surprised. It, it, by it that. could
0: get to that level, which is insane. But it's very well in the possibilities. Fingers crossed, Bob. Yes, very much so. Dan, number seven, you, you've gotta be pleased with this one. Adrian Peterson with Chris yeah. <laughs> with the Chris time, the timeless
1: man, Adrian Peterson.
0: Yeah, I mean, here's some things just to note. Chris Thompson's constantly injured and he's injured going into this week. The backfield's pretty much his. He's pretty much had a hundred rushing yards over the past three games. Uh, This last game he went over, the other two he's like 97 and 99. He's averaged 25 rush attempts the last two games. That tells me workhorse right there.
1: Yeah, definitely play. I mean, I, I still I, I still think about that monster 60-yard TD run that he had to seal it uh, last week. Uh, but he's still got so much left in the tank. I cannot believe it. Uh, such a nice surprise and definitely somebody who was never drafted. Somebody who, who maybe, I think, Bob, if the season continues at the end of the year when we revisit our awards— Uh, maybe somebody who should be considered as one of the big waiver wire pickups um, for this fantasy season because, uh, I mean, he could not have been, could not have landed in a better spot at this point Yeah, and Dan, Um,
0: here's, just real quick on that note, so you said undrafted I remember back to when we did our Not Takes Best Ball League with our buddy Ryan, uh, Mm -hmm. at Drafting uh, Underscore King, shout Mm -hmm. out to Ryan Um, He picked him in a what was it, a 10 or 12 team best ball league with like one Brian. of his last picks. So that tells Brian. you that not many people were looking at him even in those scenarios. So sure. I, I agree oh, yeah. with your point hundred percent. He could be one of the best waiver wire pickups, maybe even number one at the end of the year.
1: The only thing that worries me about this game uh, is that in the games where AP, if you look at how those game flows worked, where he, where he's had the big games, where he, he's had over the 100 yards, where he's had multiple touchdowns. Usually the game flow is going in a favorable direction for the Redskins, where they don't have to throw the ball a lot, where they don't have to rely on Alex Smith. Uh, they jump out to a lead, and now it's time for AP to go to work. Um, with that being said, Atlanta's offense, pretty darn good. right? Uh, so if this turns into – if, if if the defense for the Redskins can't kind of get a couple three-and-outs, stall a couple drives, uh, stop Atlanta from scoring, if this turns into a shootout, uh, that does not favor AP. Uh, that that game does not favor him. That's the only concern I has, have is that if atlanta kind of starts to pull away if it gets away from washington a little bit uh you might not be seeing as much ap as you've seen in the class in the previous
0: couple weeks great point dan um two more running backs i want to go over uh eight james connor this might seem a little low let me just give some it's it's the ravens yeah it's the <laughs> here's a counterbalance argument so Dude's an absolute monster over the last three games with 367 rushing yards, 6 TDs on the ground. We're not even talking about his passing. And I, I read something I was, you know... Uh building a puzzle with my daughter, and I saw a ticker come through on ESPN. I think I saw that he's the only Steelers running back in history to have uh, over 100 yards and two TDs with, in three games in a row, and we've had some great running backs in Pittsburgh, so that tells yeah. you how on fire this guy is right now, but here's the counterpoint. Last time he played Baltimore, he was held to 9 for 19 on the ground, so that's why he's ranked down where he is.
1: That And that was a home game. Yep. Uh, and and they made us look silly. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Oh gosh, uh, I mean, you're going into Baltimore now, which is tough. These games are always tough. Uh, this is a monster game in terms of the Steelers just season. Um, so I, I, I like him this week just because uh, James Conner so hot right now. Right. Uh, but you know, let's temper our expectations a little bit because it's the Ravens. Uh, The defense was not spectacular last week, uh, but it's still a good defense Uh, and they play us hard every single time. So uh, that's why he's so low. Uh, And it's not because of any kind of disrespect or, uh, you know, concerns we have about James Conner. Unfortunately, it's because of the amount of respect I think you and I have for uh, that Ravens defense.
0: Yep. That's exactly why that ranking is the way it is. And, Dan, the last one I want to talk about is Chris Carson, our number 12. Over the last four games he's played, he's averaged 22.5 rush attempts. I'm going to go back to our word of the day for running backs. Workhorse. Workhorse. Right, that's. I mean, that's what it is. He's he's well, a work. He's a workhorse, and you, you sort of called this during the draft time. I remember you targeted yeah. him, and people said, "Oh, that seems a little bit early," but this is the type of workload I think you envisioned.
2: Yeah, I mean, I
1: I I, I don't want to you know pat myself on the back, but okay I will uh, you know I, I really thought people were sleeping on this guy uh, I mean the, the word around draft time was uh, you you need to get involved with one of these rookie running backs you need one of these guys on the team and the guy that every one of the guys that everyone loved was penny uh, and they forgot that Carson has had 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 a good year uh, the year that he was healthy and then he got hurt and now he's back. And uh, now he's showing you kind of what he was doing that first year, when everyone was kind of like, "Oh, this guy's pretty darn good." Uh, so, I mean, I, I think that what this last week showed is that it's a game. It's a team that runs through Russell Wilson. Uh, that's clear, but it's also a team that wants to run the ball. They want to get back to that running deep running offense, uh, and Carson's the man there. I mean, Penny didn't even have a touch in the backfield last week. Uh, And they can say all they want about how they have this three-headed monster running back uh, situation. I didn't see that last week. Did you?
0: No. It's it's entirely his as long as he's healthy.
1: And as long as he's playing as well as he's playing— uh, I see no reason for for there to be any change uh, in, in the terms of in terms of who the starter is and who's getting the most touches out of the backfield.
0: Yep. So that covers our running back rankings. Let's move on to our wide receiver, and this guy's becoming a leave him in number one, sort of like Todd Gurley. But it's Adam Thielen number one home against the Lions, two Michael Thomas home against the Rams, three Devonte Adams away Patriots. Four, DeAndre Hopkins away, Denver. Five, Antonio Brown away, Baltimore. Six, Julio Jones away, Redskins. Seven, Robert Woods away, New Orleans. Eight, Mike Evans away, Carolina. Nine, Tyreek Hill away, Cleveland. Ten, Brandon Cooks away, New Orleans. Eleven, Julian Edelman home, Green Bay. Twelve, Stefan Diggs home, Detroit. And our sleeper, here's another Panther, DJ Moore home against the Bucks. So, Dan, first thoughts. Uh, nice to
1: see uh, that rookie, DJ Moore, showing up in those rankings. Uh, I expect uh, big things out of him. He, I think you and I both think uh, going forward this second half, he's going to be probably the one. He'll be the Cal- – the, for the sake of comparison, uh, the Calvin Ridley of the second half of the NFL season. Right. Uh, but here here's the one thing is that, I mean – if Julio Jones scores one touchdown uh, at all up into this up until this week, uh, I mean, is there any way that he just is keeps out of these like top five rankings? It's just one of those things. Is uh, I just don't get what's going on. How how has he not scored any touchdowns yet? How?
0: And I think that's the thing: is <laughs> the minute you get too cute and say that you're gonna think about benching him he's gonna have 302 like it, right. it to me it's just a matter of time and I know we're getting late in the season and I know we keep saying that but I mean it's just like I, I just can't see it not happening you know what I mean it's just mm-hmm. weird I don't ha- I don't have a good answer for it. I really don't
1: the Julio touchdown watch is officially in effect uh so uh, I mean it's one of those things that you just don't I, I, I don't get it but at the same time he'll have uh, 15 for 300 or something and that makes your fantasy day either way uh it's just surprising to me that this level of elite receiver has yet to see the end zone in this season
0: yeah it's, Uh, it's stunning but yeah i don't have a good answer
1: and definitely uh fully on board uh i mean i i think a lot of people are kind of surprising of how you know aggressively we rank the rams but receivers. Uh, but every single time, they've shown up. So uh, I think you should be routinely thinking, uh, both of these guys, Robert Woods uh, and Brandon Cooks, are legitimate You know, top 10 receivers every week at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, Robert Woods has been relatively quiet over the past two weeks, but he's averaged 5 for 74, and once again, this game, I believe, has a 60-point total.
1: Yeah, and that's quiet.
0: I know, way. right? right? <laughs> uh, that's, that's the stunning part, is that's considered quiet for him so um, I mean that, that tells you the possibilities of what it can be when he's really hot um, Dan I want to go back up to number three Devontae Adams over the last three games listen to this average eight for 135 and he adds on three total touchdowns I mean What else could you ask from this guy? He scores. He's a threat in the red zone, and he averages eight for 135 over three games. That tells, I mean, going back to the running back terms, workhorse. I mean, he's a receiving workhorse for that team.
1: Bottom line with this guy, best receiver on the best passing offense in the league Um, with not necessarily the best fantasy quarterback, but I think the best quarterback in the league, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this is kind of what you expect out of Devontae Adams, uh, which is saying a lot because, uh, you know, how elite he is. I mean, you just talked about those stats. Outrageous.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just you can't get past those. Um Dan, let's sort of stay up towards the top. Um DeAndre Hunt. Does
1: that Ram Ram defense at all, Michael Thomas, concern you?
0: No. Should should we be concerned about it? No, you know what? And and the thing was, I think we went into this year, we had the Rams as our carryover in Dynasty, and we thought, Boy oh boy, this this is shaping up really nice. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they they can't be moved on. Like they're they're not shutting down teams so you have drew Brees at home um they're gonna have to really score to keep pace which tells me i think drew Brees is gonna have to pass more and when he passes who's he looking at michael thomas so michael thomas i think this is one that just the point total and the game flow is gonna be conducive to um them passing uh and passing a lot so uh i think he bounces back to that first couple week type of level and not the you know to you know Six for like eighty is down for him, which is pretty crazy, right. <laughs> but uh, I think you see something more of a of a bounce back from him for sure.
1: It's outrageous the amount the, the stats that we're talking about in terms of that's a down game because if you get that out of your your two or three receiver, uh, you're you're thrilled and, and it just shows you how elite these guys are. I mean I mean, if you have any one of these top, let's be honest, any of these top five guys, uh, you're thrilled and, and you're pretty much set at receiver. And, I mean, Adam Thielen, I mean, bargain of the draft. I, I'll keep coming back to it. Bargain of any draft. No matter where you got him, it's a bargain.
0: Right. I totally agree. I mean, he's about as consistent. We talked about him in our MVP talk. He's he's on a pace for a record-breaking type of season. So, Dan, one of the last ones I want to talk about, um, Tyreek Hill. This might seem low, but it was – Ranking based on the news that we had at the time about his injury, it looks like mm-hmm. um, he practiced Wednesday, limited today. It sounds like they might just have been testing it out and maybe resting him. Um, obviously, if he's a go, um, he's a candidate for huge yards, huge long bomb touchdowns at any given time, especially against Cleveland, who we said is in disarray. So... Right. Um, you know, it, obviously, if he's cleared, this is a low ranking. But we had to hedge against that when we made the rankings at the time we did.
1: Yeah, look what AB did last week. Uh, and if possible, uh, Tyreek is could be more explosive than him. So uh, I agree. Uh, if we're looking at Tyreek at number nine, if he's fully healthy, uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, I, I would jump him to. Six. I, I would jump him to six if he's fully healthy. I would jump them to six.
0: Yeah, I agree. So um, we will, like you say, um, follow us on Twitter at NotTakesFF. We do make any suggestions or we add comments below uh, specific rankings if there is an injury concern that would move a player one way or the other. So just keep your tabs on that and we'll update you um, any changes specific to Tyreek Hill. So Dan, let's move on to one of our favorite topics, the tight end wasteland
1: the hot tight end wasteland
0: <laughs> so let's go number one travis kelsey away cleveland two george kittle playing right now looks like he might have got dinged up so we'll keep an eye out he's home oh, against oakland Oh yeah I, I was sort of catching it on my eyes you were talking it looks like he was being attended to the, on the bench but i didn't see anything major um three oj howard away panthers four greg olson home Tampa Bay five Jared Cook away playing right now against the 49ers and we've got six Rob Gronkowski home against the Packers seven Jimmy Graham away against the Patriots and we've got eight David Njoku home against the Chiefs nine Cal Rudolph home against the Lions 10, Jordan Reed, home against the Falcons. 11, Trey Burton, away, Bills. 12, Austin Hooper, away, Washington. And our sleeper, Hayden Hurst, Baltimore, home, Pittsburgh. So, Dan, go ahead and get into your favorite topic, the tight ends.
1: No, do we have to?
0: <laughs> Maybe. Oh, gosh. Uh, I yep. mean, it's, hey, Dan, only... real, real quick, too. I mean, you're going to obviously know this since you won't listen to the show till later tonight or tomorrow. But I got to know, George Kittle grabbed a ball cap and is walking to the 49ers locker room for further evaluation so i'll I'll let you know if anything breaks at this point but he is being evaluated
1: Uh, oh
0: yep so that's
1: that's unfortunate because i'm playing against him so that's unfortunate
0: so go ahead i didn't mean to to cut you (laughs) off there i I know i know you're sad (laughs) yeah i'm bummed about it
1: uh oj howard i I mean this is kind of what you wanted oj howard for last year I know during our initial uh, inaugural dynasty season, he was the guy we were kind of looking at so we could get younger at tight end. Unfortunately, we weren't able to grab him. Uh, But here he is. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, here he is. And this is what you expected seeing him come out of college. He's a big athletic tight end. I love him this week, and I honestly, to be honest, if Fitzmagic's in there, even if Jameis Winston's in there, uh, I love him going forward. Uh, I think he's a huge target on this team now, and uh, he has definitely asserted himself as the number one tight end over Cameron rate. And there was some little bit of concern going into the season that maybe break could overtake him or it'd be maybe more of a timeshare, but OJ's done his work and has definitely come up big in a bunch of games this season. Uh, and in the tight end wasteland, uh, he's one of those few bright spots, uh, you know, in terms of this position,
0: and he's a candidate, Dan. I'll I'll give you some averages after I give a point that sort of my strategy with tight ends. This is the reason I never really go aggressive on tight ends because you probably got him off of waivers in ten team leagues. So, no, absolutely. Why invest high capital when you can get a guy that can produce similar stats over the past three weeks? He's averaged four point three catches, sixty five point seven yards, and two total touchdowns. So. In a landscape that always seems to end up this way, where either you get some big names that are injured or you get some underperformers like maybe a gronk, that you get a guy like this off waivers that you can just set in and you didn't invest the capital where you can pick up running backs, wide receivers. So unless if you get one of those top two, I don't touch tight ends till the, towards the end of the draft.
1: For sure. I mean, and this is one of the reasons why you can stream tight end. uh, You go match up uh, unless you're getting one of those elite people who's essentially like a number one type receiver like you have with Kelsey and uh, uh, Ertz. Uh, it's one of those situations where you know you can kind of pick and choose. I, I mean, Jared Cook, I grabbed him off the waiver wire. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things is that you it's the most unpredictable position, but if for some reason, some way, somehow, you're able to guess it right and uh, hit on one of these guys one week, it uh, really could kind of change the per uh, change you and push you into the win column, honestly.
0: Yeah, Dan, I want to move down now to number four, Greg Olson. He hasn't, right. really, he hasn't really caught a lot of balls, so six over the past two games. But he scored two touchdowns. And my last note on this is, once again, they play Tampa Bay. So I expect right. a big game from him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I hope it's a high-scoring affair. Uh, I'm hoping Fitzmagic hits. Uh, you know, I, I'm a Mike Evans owner in a couple of leagues, so I'm, I'm hoping uh, Fitzmagic kind of reignites the magic here. Um, yeah, but here's the other thing is that it doesn't look like Olsen has been really that slowed down by this injury he, he's looked pretty good these past two weeks
0: right yeah and I think he's just going to get more integrated I mean like we talked about uh Cam is it seems like quietly having one of his best seasons ever because he's so efficient that was always the concern with him is he's not an efficient quarterback well he's putting those questions to rest and that means only good things for all of his pass catchers because that means he's throwing catchable balls to all of them. So I expect Greg, as he's uh, uh, even becoming more healthy, just to be a more of a part of this um, this offense. It's just bound to happen. So, For sure. Um, Gronk number six. Yeah. How the <laughs> mighty have fallen yeah it's just weird and and i was listening to SiriusXM xm uh on the way uh, home from getting my haircut and the host on the on the show that i was listening to said the same thing it, it has to be this it has to be this back injury it's just he just does not look like the same dominant gronk that we're used to seeing so you have to wonder if is that just really slowing him down a little bit
1: it's funny you say that i i met with the uh I met a coworker today and uh, told me he's a huge Pats fan. Good to talking about them. I mean, he's he's has concerns that maybe the dynasty's over and stuff. And I go, "What's going on with Gronk?" And he goes, the "Back injury just changed him completely." It's like, okay. So, I mean, that's a guy who follows this team religiously. So. Uh, you're on to something there Bob I mean it's just one of those things that he just hasn't looked himself uh, and he posed the question and I'll pose it to you right now uh, do you think this is maybe his last season like is is it worth it after this I know they were trying to trade him he says if I get traded I'm, I'm retiring uh, now he's having maybe his worst season uh, as a professional football player uh, is it worth it at this point to keep going
0: I'm going to say if they win the Super Bowl 100%, that that becomes a reality. Because really, what else do you play for? You've won X amount of Super Bowls. You've made X amount of money. You're a Hall of Famer. Your injury history is starting to, to catch up with you. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that as a possibility for him. Which which is a shame because I mean, <laughs> he really could go down as the best tight end of all time. I mean, Absolutely. but it's it catches up with everybody. I mean, it's going to happen. And by the way, totally. I mean, we have no affiliation to this, but uh, if you're a podcast listener, um, highly suggest searching for the Gladiator podcast. It's basically like a five or six part series where um, writers from the Boston uh, Herald, I believe actually go back and revisit Aaron Hernandez from his youth. And they do episodes like youth to Florida, to the Patriots to, it's it's really interesting. So yeah, totally unrelated. We have no affiliation to that, but just throwing it out there for any podcast listeners. Yeah. I'm
1: going to have to check that out myself.
0: Yeah. I think they release every Tuesday. So um, yeah, I've been listening to it every weekend as I've been doing some painting around the house. It's a good listen. So nice Dan, um, probably two more i want to talk about i want to talk about our sleeper but before that david and joku my exact note on this is if he cannot bounce back from the dud that he had last week i'm gonna be concerned because kansas city's a bottom five defense against tight ends in our league of records so i will have some major concerns if he cannot get it going against this type of defense
1: i think i think you 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 are legitimate to have such concerns uh and i probably would as well uh, but I'm not going to be selling out quick on this gun.
0: Yeah, you're holding uh, them for sure, yeah. but just concerned. just
1: because of the coaching change. You know, uh, I just I'm not sure. But the other thing is, is sometimes the coaching change is good. Sometimes they come in and in Baker Mayfield they set them loose and he's lighting things up. I uh, I mean, I mean it, who knows how this goes. Um, But in in the wasteland, uh, there's really not many better options. Uh, So let's be honest here. If if you got him, if you didn't grab somebody else, uh, as people started to hit, you're playing him this week. And you can do a lot worse because they're playing Kansas City, which, as you pointed out, uh, not too great against the tight end position.
0: Right. Yep. So just, yeah, flashing some concern, but yeah, you're holding on to him. He's got too much upside. And, and Dan, Wait, the
1: last... Bob, I, have a, I, have a, I do have one announcement
0: to make. Yes.
1: And, and I know you'll be shocked to hear this because I was shocked to read it, but... Uh... It took this long for Jordan Reed to show up on the injury report mm. oh, we boy. this week.
0: <laughs> oh, boy.
1: So who knows where we go from here, my friend. We will
0: definitely keep an eye on that one and update. Um, Dan, last one before we do our defense. It's just Hayden Hurst. I mean, once again, there's a lot of buys. He came into this year with a lot of hype as maybe that sleeper if you really wait on tight ends. A lot of hype, yep. Steelers defense in our league of record is bottom three against tight ends and he did just score last game. So, I mean, if you get a touchdown from a tight end he's probably a top 12 tight end for you. So that's why we listed right. him in just as a flyer. So Round it out, routing
1: it out, getting him healthy. Uh, he's back working in more into the, the offense. And, and as we said before, Flacco's doing a lot more throwing, uh, this season and he's been pr- pretty decent. So, uh, although you and I both have, uh, higher expectations than usual for the Steelers defense now, because they've been putting putting together a nice string of games. uh, we don't ever really cover the tight end well, except for last week when we blanked Njoku. Right. For
0: some reason. Yep. Right. Out of nowhere. So, <laughs> sure. Um, so, Dan, let's close it up with defense. Uh, number one, Bears away, Buffalo. Two, oh boy. two Chiefs away, Cleveland. Three, oh boy. three Cowboys home against the Titans. Four Texans away, Denver. Five Vikings home, Detroit. Six Panthers home, Tampa Bay. Seven Jets away, Miami. Eight, Ravens home Pittsburgh. Nine, Titans away Dallas. Ten, Dolphins home Jets. Eleven, Raiders away 49ers. And eh, they already have 14 points put up against yeah, them, so right. figure that one out.
1: And the funny thing is is that I, I think before the game, before seeing this Mullins come in here and light it up, uh, we probably could have pushed them up a little bit based upon the uh, the expectation of a kind of a quarterback... Coming in and starting out of nowhere, and he's the third stringer. And you know, but you did trade Khalil Mack at the beginning of the season, so there's that.
0: Yep. So 12 Steelers away, Ravens and our Sleepers, the Chargers away against Seattle. Dan, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'll just say the first two are purely against the matchup. I mean, the Bears are elite, but you're facing Nate Peterman, who. Um, I believe I saw on the NFL Network earlier today, he, for his career, is averaging negative .87 fantasy points as a quarterback. So
1: Yeah, I think his middle name is, in fact, Interception. I'm not
0: sure. Uh, Can we but- get a birth certificate check, please?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's just what I, I can't— I. I, I ask my friends from Buffalo all the time, how is this guy on your team still? And they offer me zero explanation of how Peterman's still there.
0: They just immediately uh, avoid the question and jump through a table, <laughs> any table.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I mean, you know, and here's the other thing about the Chiefs, uh, you know, new head coach, new offense coordinator, who knows what they're going to do. Uh, I think this one could go a little bit either way, frankly. Uh, but I would err on the side of caution. I actually like the chiefs this week a lot, uh, which is why they're showing up here. Number two in our rankings, uh, you know, haven't been a great defense going into this game. Uh, in in the Browns, not a completely terrible offense, uh, but you know Mayfield's good for a couple of interceptions.
0: And, and Dan, here's the thing: over the past one, two, three, four, five, six games, uh, they've had at least four sacks in four of them. So the Browns are noted for giving up sacks. So yep. I think you're going to get a lot of points out of that. So, To your point, started off slow, but over the past couple of games, starting to find some footing as a defense.
1: Yeah, almost like the Steelers. Terrible, not not great at the beginning of the season, and now we're rounding into form uh, right at the right time when you want those defenses to come on. Uh, Panthers, uh, that D, that, you know depending on which Fitzmagic shows up uh it could be the Fitzmagic that's throwing several interceptions and who knows if he gets benched for Jameis in the middle of the game um but also has the potential to put up a lot of points so that one I can see either jumping up or jumping down depending on which uh, Fitzmagic shows up
0: well here's what you're banking on Dan over the past five games You know, obviously they had a bye week, week five, but here's their interceptions thrown, regardless of who's their quarterback. Three, three, (laughs) two, two, four. Uh, Add in, add in another three fumbles, and two defensive touchdowns so i mean am yeah, i crazy or is that a lot of interceptions that's a that's a whole heck of a lot of interceptions <laughs> so yeah that's what you're banking on i think that's why I mean, the ranking is there for the panthers it's could they have a lot of points put up against them sure but could they have a lot of defensive points put up sure i mean right so you can sort of hit that maybe middle spot um damn probably the last one i want to mention um is the Steelers... Originally, when we were going through the rankings, we had them off, and then we bumped them back up. Um, They're sort of like the Chiefs for me. They're starting to get their footing, but Baltimore did put up some numbers against them when Mm -hmm. they did play. Um, So it was sort of a back and forth, but just really like where the Steelers are playing right now. Um, And and I think, you know... uh, Joe Hayden being back and Morgan Burnett being back in the secondary, I think is really helping to stabilize passing attacks from really gouging them. So, Yep. um,
1: Yeah, I mean, and they looked great last week against Cleveland. I get it, it's Cleveland. Uh, But, I mean, Joe Hayden looks spectacular.
0: But listen to what they did. So, yeah, take Cleveland out of the equation. Look what they did a month ago against Atlanta, who was absolutely on fire. They held him to 17 points. Yep. One fumble recovery, one touchdown. I mean, six sacks. So, I mean, even against elite offenses, they do have a chance to really turn it on. So
1: Yeah, they're, they're rounding at, rounding into shape for sure.
0: So, Dan, that covers our Week 9 rankings, and it feels good to say this, but are you ready to get drafty on the draft app? Oh, yeah. Yeah getting drafty on draft all right guys it's been a long time coming and we're excited to welcome everybody back for the getting drafty on the draft app segment you are joined by bob dan craig and john i'm gonna start with craig how's fatherhood man it's uh
3: sleepless nights, bob but it's uh, all worth it beautiful healthy young uh, baby girl
0: well, yeah, congratulations. I know you jumped on to do a spot fill-in for Dan, like literally the week before. So Oh, I
3: know. That was that was my dream. I was getting called up from the minors to the <laughs> um, But then all of a sudden I was put put back in the IR for t- three weeks. So, you know,
1: kind of typical. <laughs> yeah, welcome, to my, the, welcome to the club, buddy. Thank uh, you. It was much you. appreciated. Uh, you, you did a fantastic job, Craig. My pleasure. Thanks, guys.
0: And, John, you had, I believe it was some anniversary celebration last week, So how'd that go?
2: I did. It was wonderful. We uh, we took a trip down to New York City with the family and uh, had a nice weekend. Well, Well,
0: well, that
2: sounds dandy. (laughs) Yeah, I think Dan's was was recently too. So happy anniversary to you as well, Dan. That's right, Dan. How how was
3: Nashville? oh it was a
1: it was a scene man uh it was you, there a honky tonk <laughs> oh there were several several <laughs> honky tonks attended it was uh it was a lovely time if you've never been uh you need to go it's a fantastic city so much fun and if you have any interest in live music whatsoever uh you have to go because it's just filled with amazing fantastic musicians uh and non-stop live
2: music it's nice. like austin it's like austin east is what i've heard it's supposed to
0: be incredible yep sweet all right so i'm gonna give a little bit of a refresher here because it's been a few weeks due to all these um personal items that have popped up for really every one of us here so the game, Wait,
2: let me put this let me put the spotlight on myself before you do this
0: uh i was no. i was gonna talk myself down but now i'm not even gonna bring that up but so the way this works is we are doing a weekly contest with the four of us on the draft app um, where we are sort of keeping track of how the performances are go. Dan's going to have to update us next week after we get another round in. But yep. wh- whoever finishes last, uh, based on the total weekly performances, will be writing some poetry about the overall <laughs> winner. So um, – <laughs> Yeah, so John, I'll say it. The last two weeks we played, I finished last. So uh, <laughs> at least I've got a first place finish. Booing that. So, uh, but it's getting ugly. I need I need a rebound this week.
1: I didn't say anything. You, you had to call me out for that.
0: <laughs> no, I said, I said John was. I, he was calling himself out for doing well, so I had to call myself out for doing pretty poorly uh, the past two times.
2: There's still a lot of season left. Yeah. Don't so, hurt yourself from patting yourself on the back, John. Oh, trust me. I, I, uh, there's, there's, there's no patting myself on the back. I, I have a feeling I'm gonna probably take a nosedive this week. So.
3: Hey, John. Just to remember, to remember you're not Greg because Greg's not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> You're no Greg, John, that's for sure. <laughs> inside inside joke for the listeners. Uh, yes, we'll I will leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. It's
0: I so- had a
2: nice conversation with him today, actually. Moving Hang on. on.
0: And so we're going to do just something a little differently. We're going to do the normal five, so quarterback, two running backs, and two pass catchers. But we sort of made a pack that our last pass catcher has to be a deep pull. So uh, we're going to try and sort of have that be the wild card and possible tiebreaker, uh, depending on the options we select. So if you guys are ready, I'm going to go ahead and send over the contest here. Let me go ahead and create it. And then it will randomize the draft order when everybody is in. And then I'll sort of explain that. And then um, we'll go ahead and get started. I'll
1: let
3: you know when I'm in the lobby, Bobby. <laughs> You're the last one, Dan, so join.
0: <laughs> oh, there I am. Woo-hoo.
2: Pulling an Olin.
0: So it looks oh, like God. it looks oh, like right. we have uh, turn. looks like we have Dad Fisher number one. Uh, oh, I get number two, John gets number three, and Dan is at the turn. So
1: great googly moogly.
0: So yeah, it's, it's been a while since we've, what? It's probably been a month since we've done this, I believe. So Dan, yeah, mm-hmm. next week you're gonna have to give the uh, the update uh, after this week's I'll performance.
1: Pull the, I'll pull all the stats for yinz. <laughs>
0: Okay, we got about another 25 seconds until we get started. And for those that aren't watching right now, we do record during the Thursday night game. And somehow the 49ers are up 14 3 going into the half almost. So we all saw this one coming from the undrafted rookie.
1: Absolutely. He's ranked within the top five of these rankings.
0: All right, we got five, four, three, two, and Craig is going to kick us off here in a second. uh, That's
1: that's a no-brainer. I was going to say, are you even going to let it get cold? No. No, I'm
2: not. No, why? I
0: I dare all the listeners to guess before the end of the draft who was picked number one.
2: I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt. It rhymes rhymes with God Turley. (laughs) Well played. Well played. Um, Hmm.
0: So yeah, we have Todd Gurley have- one, Kareem Hunt two, and John's up at the third spot. I'm gonna take Zeke. baby! <laughs> we uh, falling right down our rankings here so far for running back, stands. all right. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I, I'm going in I'm going in on him, Mr.
3: McCaffrey. Oh, CMC, the Music Factory, and I'm gonna get a piece of this fella here.
0: Uh, Interesting. I was looking at him, Danny. Oh, I want. I Don't
1: want, I know uh, it. it? If I'm only, if I only get one, that's the one I want. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, God, I want. I just want as much of this. Oh, you know what? I'm taking Melvin Gordon. I'm, I'm gonna trust that his hamstring got well over the buy.
0: Yeah, this, this one leaves me a little but bit of... Uh, for
2: everyone out there who knows John, that does not bode well for
3: Melvin Gordon. <laughs> As a Melvin Gordon editor, I hate you, John.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I think I'm going to buy into the fact that this could be a shootout and he bounces back with a monster performance. Michael Thomas.
3: Yeah, oh, my. So I'm going to go with someone who I think is at top of the rankings this week with the receiver, Mr. Thielen. You got turn, that and Thielen. I love that
0: Thielen. So remember, we are now stuck with our second wide receiver option. When we choose that, it has to be a deep pull. So.
3: Okay. Deep pull. And you know what? Let's see what this boy can do. Ooh. Seriously.
2: It was between, for me, my last pick, it was between Kamara and Gordon because I want as much of that game as possible. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, bu- 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 bu. Let's see here. I just, uh, I'm between two running backs here. I think I'm going to go. He's just been a monster for New England. I'm going to go James White as my second running back. It's a good pick.
2: Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> Manny Sanders at
0: home. Mm. Wait, was that was that Manny or was that Man E? Man, Manny. Uh,
1: you know what? I'm gonna. I'm rooting for him. I'm riding the hot streak. Uh. Give me James Connor. And you know what? You guys can keep pulling deep for those tight ends or whoever else. I'm grabbing this guy, Right Meow. All right,
0: Patty. Uh,
2: so I'm going to take my quarterback and save my deep pull for the last round, I think.
0: And you're probably going to take who I'm looking at, so I'm screw sure you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh I just, the Tampa Bay's defense oh, is terrible. And there it
0: is. I knew he wasn't going to yeah. make it back to me.
2: No, sorry, Bob.
0: That's quite all right. Quite all right. Oh, let's see here. Let's see here. I'm going to follow our rankings, Dan, and go with the number three quarterback we have this week, Jared Goff, and what should be a shootout at New Orleans.
3: All right, so I'm going to go with the quarterback to get this – finish off my lineup and my pool. Ugh, old man Brady. I'm going to go with – I'm going with Mr. Breeze. And then for my deep pool, I'm going to go with – I'm going with uh, he's been good for me for in a few a uh, few drafts or a few leagues, excuse me. I'm going with DJ. Mm.
1: Okay, that's an interesting one. I like it.
0: And Dan, Bo- boom
1: bust there, boom bust.
0: Dan, I'm going with our sleeper at wide receiver. I'm going DJ Moore.
2: Uh, oh, the Halloween pick. <laughs> so for me, it's going to be between. Uh, Well, it's not going to be between anyone. I think this game is going to be a very high-scoring game. And I like what uh, Marquez Marquez Valdez-Scantling did in the number two wide receiver role. So I'm thinking Traquan Smith. I'm going to
0: take a gamble on
2: that game. These are deep. (laughs) I was like, someone's going to go like
1: Doug Baldwin or something. But these have been very deep, which makes me feel very
2: good about my uh, pick. Antonio
0: Brown. <laughs> no, I
2: know it. Can I, can I take a guess?
0: Nate Peterman.
2: <laughs> nope. That's exactly what I was
0: going to ah, say. There go. it is. Cortland Sutton, the last pick. Nice.
3: I, do, I was actually going to pick um, Thomas. My, that was my other thought. In Houston.
0: Hmm. Ah. So let's, mm. let's go ahead and do our recap. Craig, you were number one. Why don't you go ahead and recap your team?
3: Sure. Okay. So uh, starting with the quarterback, Miss Drew Brees. Because I, you know, with Kamara, I thought that would be a nice little stack. If it kind of works out, I think that's gonna be a shootout. I agree with uh, there could be some points in this game. Uh, it's the listeners probably figured out Todd Gurley was my number one overall pick because why not? And then I move on down to Adam Thielen. I think I think I like that matchup with Detroit this week. And for my deep pull, this is more of a shot for Bob because he basically put him under the table for him for the loss last week. Uh, Deshaun Jackson.
0: Yeah. And by the way.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, what? What do you got? What do you got?
0: It was either him or Larry Fitzgerald going off for like. 27 fantasy points yeah. in our league, so
1: 33. Bob 33.
3: Oh, was it? Uh, was it,
0: so,
1: it was the zombie, um, <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald that literally sunk Bob's ship last week.
0: Yeah, that's one of those where I can't be upset because your team just exploded. So, yeah, so screw you. No, just <laughs> um. So I was in the uh, number two spot. So my quarterback, Jared Goff, we have him ranked number three this week. Um, just coming off a real hot game, 295 and three against Green Bay. I have a feeling this will be a shootout too, and he's getting Cooper Cup back, so that's why I selected Jared Goff. Uh, Kareem Hunt, guys, just been on fire against Cleveland. That he could really just put up some massive combined yards. James White, uh, target monster, catch monster, high-scoring game. Uh, just see him without michelle really healthy it's really him um went back to michael thomas has been somewhat down since the hot start but once again playing the rams should be a shootout at home i think drew Brees is gonna have to pass a lot and dj moore i think he established himself as a key cog to the carolina panthers he's our sleeper this week so as my deep pull gonna follow our rankings and go that route so john you're up in the three spot <laughs>
2: So I'm going to go right down from quarterback through the pass catchers, and and I think Cam Newton's got one of the tastiest matchups on the entire slate this week. Uh, Tasty. just scrumptious, <laughs> um, Uh Zeke on a on a long rest. I think uh, I think they're going to look to establish the run so that they can open up uh, with their new toy Amari Cooper and see what they can do in the pass game. Um, I am also a Melvin Gordon owner, so I was not trying to mush him. So I'm actually really rooting <laughs> for him this week. Uh, Thank, I you. Have, Thank you. Thank you. Yes, of course. I've I've actively been targeting emmanuel sanders as a trade target in all of my season long uh season long leagues um and i think uh, dt uh, dt's trade to houston opens opens up some additional market share for him so i'm hoping that 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 comes through with uh one of his patented multi-catch 150 yard two touchdown games and then uh again we're going back to the going back to the high scoring nature of the of the saints in the superdome against the best offensive football i think there's going to be a lot of points scored and i want a slice of that pie so my deep pull was traequan smith
1: and dan we actually
0: are starting him in our uh, dynasty league
1: this this week
0: yep i uh i'm doing the same like it dan go ahead you were in the four spot go over your team yeah, my uh, my
1: first pick was uh, Christian McCaffrey. As we were going through the rankings earlier tonight, uh, I, I think this matchup is just going to be uh, – this is going to be one of those high-scoring games, obviously. Everyone's trying to get a piece of it as their teams were drafted. Uh, And and I was calling it, Bob, and I'm calling it right here right now. Uh, I'm calling it for uh, McCaffrey's first 100-100 game. 100 on the ground, 100 through the air. Uh, So uh, I'm expecting big things out of him this week. Uh, James Conner, maybe that's a little bit of a homer pick because that Baltimore defense is tough, but he's been on a hot streak right now. I'm hoping it continues as my other running back. Uh, QB, Patrick Mahomes, uh, hottest QB in the league right now. Anytime I get this guy on my team, no matter what it is, uh, he's spectacular. I'm hoping he can bring it home for me this time. Uh, And then my number one receiver is Devontae Adams. Uh, Bob and I talked him up big time when we talked about our rankings. Uh, Best receiver on the best passing offense uh, with arguably the best quarterback in the league. Uh, So give me that all day every day. And uh, my deep pull is Cortland Sutton. Uh, Now with uh, Demary's Thomas out the door. Uh, I, I think this guy's just going to become a much bigger part of the offense. And, you know, Emmanuel Sanders was on the trade block, too. It seemed like being the season. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Sutton establishes himself as the true number one in that Denver offense. Uh, and, and this could be the start of beautiful things. So that's why I went for him as my
0: deep, deep pull. I like it. I, I like the deep pulls. I think we're going to have to institute this moving forward. But, um, yeah. but yeah, that wraps up uh, getting the band back together for our week nine getting drafty on the draft app contest so it's good to get everybody back together and we'll uh, reconvene next thursday with another edition
1: good luck gentlemen good luck fellas
0: always a pleasure take care guys thanks again to john and craig for joining us for the getting drafty on the draft app segment it was good to get everybody back together and get this thing back up and rolling and look forward to doing it again this week and moving forward but let's go ahead and close the show As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at nottakesff N-O-T-T-A-K-E-S-F-F We really love the interaction we're getting on there, specifically Twitter. You guys are great. Appreciate all the support. Feel free to email us about anything you feel. If it's roster questions, questions about the show, or anything fantasy football related, we'd love to answer it. nottakesff at gmail.com You can visit our podcast homepage anchor.fm forward slash nottakesff. That's a n c h o r dot f m you can follow us there you can listen to us there you can leave us voice messages through that app but the key thing is you can also find every platform we're available on we're on about 12 platforms now a lot of the major ones spot uh spotify google apple podbean stitcher TuneIn. so anywhere you can listen you're going to find us there you'll get direct links to go directly to those specific platforms and find us For those that listen to us on Apple, please rate, review, and subscribe. A five-star rating and review really helps the show. And I know we say it, but we really mean it. We appreciate any and all support that you guys give us, so thank you ahead of time. Please take a minute and go ahead and review us. But if you listen to us on any platform, go ahead and subscribe. That subscription makes sure you get every show as soon as they drop directly to your phone of choice and your platform of choice. And as always, thanks to Dan's brother, Tom, for the great intro-outro song that he created for us. It's called Alma. Really great song that fits exactly who we are. And we look forward to hearing more from him in the future and possibly integrating that into the podcast as we move move on. So until then, we will be joined again on Sunday where we will talk about the instant reaction to Week 9. Dan had to drop off, so until then, we will talk to you guys later.